0: This is the Meatbag Podcast with Dylan Bettery. Hello everybody and welcome to this installment of Meatbag. I'm your host Dylan Bettany and this week's episode is all about vaping. Join me as we navigate through the haze, the potential health implications, discussing whether vaping is a better alternative to smoking or are we just trading the devil we know for the devil we don't. Get ready for a cloud of information as we unpack the mysteries behind vaping. This is episode 22. We are knee deep in the era of vaping. Currently, 7% of adults in the UK have jumped on the vape train and that usage is on the rise. With 5 million disposable vapes thrown away each week in the UK, it's no surprise new vape shops are popping up like mushrooms. Stepping into one of these places is like entering Wonka's Chocolate Factory. But instead of Chocolate Rivers, Everlasting Gobstoppers and Spoilt Brats, it's Blueberry Waffle Vapes, Overpriced Bottles of Prime and Spicy Cucumbers in a bag. It's amazing how serious some people take vaping, recommending flavours like the Some Kind of Vape Somalia, but instead of sniffing wine corks, they're inhaling clouds of peach flavoured mist. Their argument is simple, vaping is less harmful than smoking, because e-cigarettes and vaping devices don't contain tobacco or tar, so people believe that vaping must be safe right? Well, e-cigarettes have only been around for 20 years. Invented back in 2003 by Chinese inventor Lik. So the long-term effects of vaping are still unclear. We're all just guinea pigs in this vape experiment. Vaping may eliminate some of the threats that come from inhaling smoke, but it's not without risks and health concerns. A 2015 expert review from the Public Health England estimated that e-cigarettes are 95% less harmful than the real thing. But what about the questionable 5%? If someone offered me a sandwich and said it's 95% safe to eat, but there's a 5% chance that if I eat it, I'll poop my pants, I'm sorry, but I'm not eating that sandwich. Recent studies suggest potential respiratory issues. Both smoking and vaping irritate your airways and your lungs. This can contribute to health conditions like chronic bronchitis, emphysema and asthma. Vaping might be better for your lungs than smoking, but it's like comparing getting hit by a car or getting hit by a bus. Either way, it's not a great choice. The issue with e-cigarettes and vaping devices is the ingredients. They may be free of tobacco and tar, but they come with a laundry list of chemicals in their flavors, like diacetyl for instance. Some vape manufacturers use the chemical diacetyl, which is added to foods like popcorn to give it that artificial buttery taste. However, diacetyl when it's inhaled, it can be really dangerous. Diacetyl is a well-known harmful chemical that can cause a lung disease called popcorn lung a condition where you have permanent scarring in your airways now i don't know about you but i prefer my lungs without a side of extra crispy e-cigarettes may form chemicals such as acrolein and formaldehyde which can lead to lung and cardiovascular disease acrolein is used in weed killer Amazing and can cause lung cancer, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, and asthma. And let's not forget formaldehyde. Formaldehyde is a gas used in resins, plastics, and other industrial products. Long term exposure can cause respiratory issues and an increased risk of cancers. Formaldehyde is one of the many toxic chemicals found in cigarette smoke. When vape liquid is heated to extreme temperatures, it may break down and release formaldehyde. Brilliant. There's no better way to start your day than inhaling a lungful of embalming fluid. Many e-cigarettes and vape devices are designed with temperature controls to prevent overheating. It's essential for individuals using e-cigarettes to use devices that adhere to safety standards. If you're wondering, are there any certain ingredients to avoid? Well, it's like looking at the level of saturated fat on a carton of cream. It's a minefield. Obviously, one of the main ingredients in e-cigarettes is nicotine. Nicotine activates nicotinic acetylene receptors in the central nervous system. It stimulates the release of neurotransmitters like dopamine, which can lead to feelings of pleasure and rewards. It's like a party in your central nervous system. While listing all these potential hazards, I'm reminded that I've been around people who, while vaping, have made comments about my diet. And I'm always intrigued by their thought process. My full-fat Greek yogurt has been around since Zeus was a toddler, and it only has one ingredient in it. But your vape is poorly made, it's mass-produced, with a list of chemicals we can't pronounce, and it's printed on a label so small, only Superman could read it. But yeah, this high-protein yogurt with probiotics is definitely bad for me. Idiots. Now, one of the main issues with the whole vaping is safer than smoking debate is the amount of nicotine that's being distributed. If you look at a cigarette, it has an average of about 15 puffs before it burns out. But with vaping, it's easy to just keep vaping away until you either get distracted or the battery dies. I've known people watch a whole movie and pretty much vape the whole way through because they're so addictive. Now, putting lung health aside for a second, a 2018 report found that taking a puff from a nicotine e-cigarette triggers an increase in heart rate and blood pressure. Both could affect heart health over the long term. But again, it's still early days. So it's not great news for your ticket, and it's not doing your teeth any favours either. Several studies have shown that vaping can irritate your gums, your throat and may make you more prone to tooth decay. Researchers have found that sweet flavoured vape liquids increase the likelihood that you may develop tooth decay due to increased bacterial growth. They found they had similar physiochemical properties as high sucrose sweets and acidic drinks. It's like candy for bacteria, increasing your chances of cavities. Secondhand smoke isn't just an issue with cigarettes either. Vaping and e cigarettes increase air pollution in the home because they increase particle matter which collects on indoor surfaces, resulting in secondhand vape exposure. Baby clothes and toys may absorb nicotine and tobacco specific nitrosamines, which are a carcinogenic or cancer causing substances. Babies' onesies are absorbing nicotine from vaping. Great parenting there. Secondhand vapour is still a form of air pollution that poses health risks and contains volatile organic compounds at concentrations that are above recommended levels. And it seems kids are getting in on the action too. In 2023, a study showed that 12% 12 of children aged between 11 to 17 had tried vaping. Children shouldn't be vaping. We don't want them to get addicted. We still don't understand the long-term health impacts. So moving on from the potential dangers, the toxic chemicals, the popcorn lung, the second hand residue, and now young children vaping. The big question, does vaping actually help people stop smoking? Well, many vapors are actually what they call dual users. They vape in places where they can't smoke, like a restaurant for instance, but they continue lighting up as normal when they can. It's like trying to quit carbs but keeping a stash of cookies for later. There's little to no evidence any e-cigarette is effective at helping people quit. The American Heart Association advises that e-cigarettes should only be used as a last resort if you want to quit. I get that people want to quit smoking, but can't we find a better alternative? Vaping might seem trendy, but let's not kid ourselves, it's not cool, is it? You ever see Arnold Schwarzenegger puffing on a Tutti Frutti Frenzy scented vape? I don't think so. Or Stallone blowing Mango Magnus flavoured clouds? Never going to happen. Can you imagine Batman driving through the mean streets of Gotham City in the Batmobile, sucking on a banana cream pie flavoured vape? No. All I know is more research is needed to determine vaping's effects on lung health. It's only been around for 20 years, and that's like a blink of an eye. We're still in the honeymoon phase with these vape pens and these e-cigarettes. It took us 30 years to figure out that smoking was bad. People used to think smoking was healthy. Doctors endorsed it. And then one day we're like, ah, maybe inhaling burnt leaves isn't great for us. And now here we are, only two decades into vaping, and I'm wondering, is ignorance bliss? People are walking around, boldly puffing away into uncharted territories. I get it, smoking was and is terrible, but we need a better alternative. In conclusion, if you're worried about the adverse effects of vaping, or if you want to reduce the potential side effects, it's simple, just don't vape. Don't roll the dice on your health on a trend. The long-term consequences are still a mystery and researchers have not had sufficient time to study their effects thoroughly. The question you have to ask yourself, is it worth the risk? Honestly, I don't think it is. And with that being said, thanks for listening and I'll see you guys next week. Stay safe, everybody. I'm super pumped to have this podcast. I'm here to help you through the unbelievable world of healthy eating. Fad diets, TikTok trends, I'll be debunking myths and deciphering Brenda from Work's food recommendations. Here we'll cut through the fluff and the nonsense, possibly some oversharing, definitely some ranting, but I promise it's going to be eye-opening. Thanks for listening, and as always, stay safe, everybody. This is the Meat Podcast with Dylan Bettany.